Welcome to Without Boundaries. This is a show about today's society, culture, and more. Let's get into today's episode. It's your boy DB coming back to you live with another episode of WOB. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, my guy. Man, what's good with y'all? What's good with y'all? It's your boy James. You know, another episode live in the flesh. You know who you sound like when you just did that? Morris Chestnut. (laughs) You know the, (laughs) you know the shawty off. Um, what was it, Medea? I think it was Medea. The little Byron. That's what you just said. Tiana Taylor. Yeah, Tiana Taylor. But I don't know what movie that was. I think it was the little Medea movie. That's the one with Bow Wow. Yeah, that's the one with Shad. With chat, but um, yeah, welcome to another episode of Without Boundaries for all those people listening out there. Um, you know, back with another banger for you guys. Whoo, what what a day has it been, right? What a day has it been? Um, yeah, guys, I'm just gonna throw this at you. Larry King has passed away today. Um, he was 87 years old. Uh, he died of COVID 19 in the hospital. Uh, he was diagnosed with this for a couple months now. Um, not even a couple of months. I think it was like a month and a half now he was diagnosed or something like that. Um, but yeah, um, Larry King passed away today. Uh, for those who don't know who Larry King is, he was a TV host on, a, what was it, CNN? Uh, yeah, late night yeah. uh, talk show host. Shows. Yeah, he was on, um, you know, most notably what I remember him for, B-movie, as B-Larry King. Um, you know, He's been doing this for 61 years, so he had a long career. Definitely was a very influential uh, chap. You know, definitely was one of the greats when it came to uh, late night TV show hosting. Um, You know. Boy, did you say a chap? Yeah, chap. Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah, my my vocabulary is superb. It's extensive, I see. (laughs) Expeditiously. But, um, (laughs) you know, shout shout out to, um, you know, his family. Condolences to them. Hopefully uh, they're going through this. you know, during this pandemic, um, with the most prayer and utmost, you know, uh, you know, positivity they can for a family going through it this time. Um, yeah, I know it's tough out there. So, you know, shout out to Larry King's family. Rest in peace to the King. Um, you know, you'll be dearly missed. Um, but on to lighter news, on to the podcast. Um, you know, recently, guys, I'm just going to say um, say this because we talked about Kyrie. Um, a little bit before Kyrie Irving is back with the Nets. Um, they lost two games to the Cavs. Um, and you know, it's, it's looking rough for Kyrie. And a lot of people are actually bashing Kyrie for coming back to the Nets and still losing. So regardless <laughs> of his, you know, <laughs> regardless of his off the court, um, you know, accolades with, you know, being, you know, an activist and also, you know, a humanitarian. Um, you know, James, what do you think about those people kind of talking about Kyrie still in the negative light even after he returns? And I feel like know, granted, they 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 do too much for Kyrie, like, and I think um we don't check on Kyrie's mental health enough. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, Kobe Di- Kobe Bryant has passed, so I yeah. we don't know how that's affected him because I feel like he was like his little prodigy. And you don't know, like, so we gotta instead of worrying about Ky- Kyrie and what he does mm-hmm. off the court. One thing about him is that they lost two games, but he's putting up numbers like thirty balls. So it's not Kyrie. It's just they need to learn how to play together and coexist. Kyrie just can't go out there and, and score thirty every game. That's not smart because he can do that regardless. He has to learn to get those players that are not the $40 million, $20 million players to go get a bucket because when they get off the court, they turn into some scrubs and they got to learn to play defense. But True. you just need to stop worrying about Kyrie's off the court and let that boy play basketball and let him do his profession. What he's, he gets paid to do, what he does off the court and what he does with his money is none of your business, although he is in the limelight and he's allowed to... He's... You're allowed to speak about him. It's just... Let him, Kyrie is smarter than that. And yeah, yeah, let that boy live, man. And we don't know how he's being affected about the death of Kobe Bryant and how, what his family's going through. 
We don't know what's going to happen. He had his life. grandfather's death too Ex- a couple months ago. Exactly. So let season. that boy, let the, if, if, if the only way he copes with it is by giving back and, and shutting off, let him do that. He has the right, just like anybody else. So yeah, definitely. I think um, I think you honestly touched on a good point there. I think when it comes to these celebrities and athletes, a lot of people really don't check into their mental health, man. A lot of people just kind of think, you know, they come there to do their job, they make their millions of bread, and they're happy go getters. But no, it's actually the opposite of that, man. A lot of people actually in those type of predicaments really don't have the happiest lives. Believe it or not, you can have all the money in the world, but as the saying goes, money can't buy happiness. See, a lot of those young people aren't happy, man. So and and another thing is, um, I know this is not a sports podcast, but we talk about an array of topics. There's another player, Kevin Porter, who had a meltdown mm-hmm. in the locker room, and they traded him. So it's like, and I I did some research, and it said he had previously put like like a suicide note on Instagram one time. He was like, he didn't want to be here. And it's like, mm-hmm. the, although these millions of dollars change your living situation and let you buy things, yeah, it doesn't fix your brain and how you think. So it's like we have people like Kevin Love who are the act, like you know the like the like the face of the movement of mental health. So shout out to Kevin Love, and I hope Kevin Porter doing all right. Mm. Definitely, man. Uh, shout out to those dudes, man. Um, mental health is not a thing to play with, man. It's a very serious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the most overlooked conditions in the United States. Um, if you know anyone that's you know, suffering some, from any type of mental health, or maybe even yourself, you know, um, go ahead and see got the right help. You know, it's, it's always somebody willing there to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just make sure that you do everything in the, the proper manner. We don't, you know, want to sit there and have anybody... Uh, Go through any type of rough patches, you know. So let's just, you know, try to uplift, uh, you know, our people when we see them down, you know. Exactly. But um, a shift into politics now. Um, recently, AOC, Miss um, Alexandria, um, what was it? AOC was something Ortiz Cortez, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm just gonna stick to AOC because that's what I know her by. But AOC was recently, uh you know, threatened by a 34-year-old Texas guy. Um, he's now arrested, though, but um, he took part in the Capitol being stormed on January 6th. And uh, he's reportedly um, posted multiple photos of him within the Capitol. And he's also charged with uh, posting on social media to, you know, basically threaten AOC and, uh, you know, say he's going to assassinate her. So, um, you know... Congrats to that man getting locked up. You just, you know, fumbled the biggest bag, you know, sitting there. You want to sit there and post about an assassination. I don't know how stupid you can be to sit there and do that, let alone it be, a, you know, a congresswoman. But, um, you know, glad that man is locked up, man. He deserved to be locked up. No one deserves to sit there and have their life in because of the political views. At the end of the day, it's not that deep. Shout out to AOC for being the great woman that she is and continue to inspire um, a young generation of um, political figures out here man she's doing a damn thing man mm-hmm. shout out to her and i hope that boy get all the time he deserves and more i hope he get that life sentence mm-hmm. but um yeah man shout out to aoc keep doing the great things you're doing out there man um so another thing that we kind of wanted to sit there and actually jump into is that i know on last podcast we said there we were talking about you know we we're gonna have like kind of like a mentality type uh episode where we're gonna sit there and um you know, pretty much just, you know, t- talk about how we can shift into a positive mentality. Um, so I figured we would probably dedicate, you know, some time and sitting there and talking about that because I think a lot of people kind of like the mentality to do the things that they want to do in this world. And from, um, you know, our perspectives, you know, we're nowhere near where we want to be, but I think we're both, can, we both can say that we're on the right track to, to head to where we want to be. So, you know, um, you know, James, you know, you know, I've known you for a long time. And I've seen kind of how, you know, like inspirational and, you know, driven you are as an individual. You know, what are some of the tips and tricks that you kind of do to kind of get yourself in the right mental aspect of um, the right mental aspect of kind of like, you know, just getting yourself prepared for success and ultimately having success? Um, so you can cut me off whenever you have a take for whatever I'm saying, but I'm going to go on like on a little rant. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like accountability. So my I feel like my life took a change in 2019 early beginning of 2019 i feel like when Mm -hmm. you start to hold yourself accountable and call a spade a spade and realize that some of your habits are detrimental to your life and they don't 
they don't help you excel, then that's when you're ready for a positive change. So you have to, first thing you have to do is change your life and change who's in your life. And that's the hardest part to do. Actually, even before that, yeah. you have to be ready to change. So for me, like, I had to get rid of people who were, who were, who didn't help me. Like, friends, like, we all have friends, but it's like, your friends have to serve two purposes. They have to be there when you need them. And yeah. they have to motivate you as well. Mm. So you can't... But what, um, what, what kind of sparked your change, though, that change, like, your friend circle, though? Because um, a lot of people kind of, you know... When they get into the the lump sum of things, they really don't know when to change their friend circle. Like I really just, or let alone even know the different circles. Like I really just had like a mental breakdown, like like an anxiety attack. Yeah. Like like I was like I was sitting in my house one day. It was like winter break twenty my sophomore year twenty eighteen, and it was winter break like like after Christmas, and I was sitting in my house, and I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? Like me, I'm yeah, I'm good at like you know, just talking around things and finessing. But then the only person I'm finessing is myself. So I sat there mm. and I'm like, why am I not to the point where I want to be? Like, I'm I'm just letting, I'm like going off vibes. Like, I'm just doing what I want when I want. Like, I'm not taking this life stuff seriously. Like, and I see everybody around me, not even like friends, but just like family members doing things like, you look at the adults, like, and how they move their life. They don't play around. They're serious. They have bills to pay. They have quotas to meet. So that's what I started looking at. And it's like, I just had a realization, like, I'm not where I want to be. Like, my goals are nowhere near sight, and time is just progressing. Like, and that was the biggest fear for me. My biggest all-time fear is being a failure and being a bum. Like, and it's sad to say it, but that's reality so i had mm. to sit there and say like dang i need to change everything like since the new year was approaching i was like all right this is the perfect time so i switched everything around like i even blocked people on my phone I'm like like mm -hmm. just so i don't see like be tempted like and people were mad at it like the whole people get mad at it but it's like it's for me like and i took more uh, care about my health and things like that. I just put myself first instead of putting others first. So I spent. And that's kind of funny too, because a lot of people honestly hate that. Yeah, I put, I put, I took care of myself. Like I, I did things for me. I did things by myself, and I had to learn to be by myself and to enjoy myself and to appreciate myself. Like I had to get in tune mm. with that. So that's wow. a that's a very important like thing. That. Yeah, I kind of had like a similar experience too. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I, I I'm kind of like I'm progressively going through that experiences as we speak. You know, you know, I I had moments too where I'm just sitting there and I'm laying down there, and I think honestly I can say my moment probably came, probably came honestly. You know, I think probably around 2019 too as well. Mm -hmm. To where you know. I was just kind of sitting there and, you know, I, I think I was at work and I was like, you know, and at, at the time I was working at a grocery store and I was sitting there and I was, you know, going about my regular day, just taking out groceries, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And at this point, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you know, is this all that what life has to offer me? Just like, you know, me working at this job here, trying to get through school. I don't know when I'm going to get to my goals. I don't know where my goals even lie, you know, I had, I had the idea and I knew what I wanted to do career wise, you know, with being trying to be a physical therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just like, you know, when you kind of have that goal, but it's just like, you, you just don't know which route you're going to take. You're just kind of like, yeah, yeah. like you just, I, your life is just there. It's like yeah. at a standstill, but you're living. I know that feeling. Exactly. And I was just like there. And I was like, you know, I don't, you know, for me, I'm like, when it's all said and done, I don't want people to sit there and ever say that, you know, I was I was the type of person to just sit there and let opportunities pass me by. I don't want to sit there and ever have or even to, you know, look back in my own life and say that, you know, you know, you could have been got this stuff, DB, if you wanted to. But it's just a matter of how hard you wanted to get it. Mm -hmm. you know? Like you said, time time isn't doing anything but progressing. 
And that's that's all we're doing but progressing. So, you know, we can't sit there and try to go against time and not progress with it. You know, we have to sit there and grow. And I always tell myself that, you know, you got to be different than the last day. You know, you got to always come up with some new form of knowledge with a new type of, you know, trait, no, not trait, but um, like skill. You have to always be better than you were the previous day because if you were the same as you were the previous day, then you just wasted your exactly. day. You know, in my eyes, that's how it is. And, you know, whether it be something, you know, regards to education, business, just even if you're own trying to develop your own, you know, mental health and your personality, you know, I just feel like you should always come away with something beneficial. And at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, when I have my kind of my moment in that grocery store where I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, bro, I don't want to be in a situation like I'm I'm not comfortable with being comfortable anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, that's kind of like where a lot of people stand at, too. They're They're comfortable with being average or mediocre. They're comfortable with just being, you know, barely making. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable with a C, with a C quality of work. And I'm not gonna lie for the longest, and I can tell you this: I was comfortable with C quality, C quality work. You know, whether it transferred from, you know, from school to my personal life to just anything I did, I was comfortable with just being average. And I will tell you one thing: I was very comfortable with it to the point where I was just like. If I just do this, that'll satisfy me. And I would be content with myself. But then it got to the point where I saw where that contentness got me. And it's like, it didn't get exactly. me anywhere. And it's just like, when I sat there and saw and realized that I wanted more for myself when it came to a job, when it came to, you know, opportunities to grow as a person individually mm-hmm. and even academically and kind of chase my mm-hmm. career, you know, I feel like, everything at that moment opened up at the perfect time. I felt like God was like, all right, now you're ready. You sat there and you had your epiphany. Now you got to go. Yeah. And, get it, you know? and one thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, I was going to say, I think that's kind of like where motivation starts to kick in. And too. I feel like God don't help nobody who don't help themselves. And another thing is like, just growing like every year, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for my own philosophy, mm-hmm. every year should be better than the previous year. Like I can say my t- when my 2020 my 2020 was better than my 2019 even like and that's with everything i could control outside of the pandemic i had a great yeah. year like yeah. for me and i feel mm-hmm. like my 2021 is going to be way better and it's starting off way better so it's like i can definitely agree with you yeah, on that and one, it's man. just like you you push yourself you put yourself in positions like like the the when i started noticing a shift in my life was when I mm-hmm. planned out, like, I need to do this. If I don't do this, then this won't happen. So I have to spend a lot of my time. I've been in school every every session, summer session I'm in school, winter, fall session I'm in school, spring session I'm in school, just so I can graduate on time. Like, most people don't know, like, when I transferred schools my freshman year, it set me back a whole year. So yeah. me being the go-getter and me wanting to money taking advantage of my own life i i did the extra course load i did the extra stuff just so i can just for me like it wasn't for anybody so i i would say yeah. like push yourself don't push yourself to a point where you break down but hold yourself accountable things don't happen by coincidence by chance you have to if you have it if you if you want to learn if you're not doing well in the class, reach out to a teacher. I was in my teacher's offices twenty four seven, even when Corona hit. I'm oh, in a yeah. Zoom two yeah. times a week, two hours two two hours each session. Like, I'm I'm not content. Yeah. I'm going to seek help. I'm not I'm not too prideful to ask for help. I know when I don't know something. Okay, so you have to put your pride aside. And like you said, you said be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Not until I stepped out of my comfort zone is when I noticed the biggest change in my life. So you have to. Wow, man, I can, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely, uh, you know, kind of relate to that one too. And you know, to go back to a point you said, even about, you know, when you talked about going to school and you know needing help and constantly getting mm-hmm. the help, I tell you, I had one semester where I was taking uh, mm. biology, and. I, I kid you not, I was in my professor's office every morning before class. So class started at like, I don't know, I think like 8 o'clock. I remember that too. And and I think I used to be, 
at his office by like seven o'clock. So I wake up at like six, six, honestly, I think it was six even because it was like a 30 minute drive to the school. Um, woke up at six, got there by seven, spent an hour with him before class, went to his class. Then after class, I would go back to his um, to his office for office hours again. And I would spend an hour and a half there until I go on to my next class, then go home, study the same material and come back and do that five mm. days a week. And that's because I was like, like no, no bullshit, but I was struggling in that class. Like it was hard for me to obtain. And, you know, I passed that class and I sat there and I just sat and I thought about where I was to the start of it, to where I was at the end of it. Because I'm not going to let my mindset going into the classes because, look, you know, this is me coming fresh out of high school. I'm like, you know, I was the type of kid that I could listen in class and mm, I could write down right. anything. I could always remember all the information. And, you know, I sat there and I tried it out. And my first test, you know, I bombed it. I got like the like a 40-something. And I remember I was like, all right, all right, all right. Well, you know, next, next time go around, I'll be all right. Then I had a quiz. I bombed the quiz, too. And I sat there and I was like, you know, DB, you can't sit there and let yourself get into a situation where you're basically not going to be able to dig yourself out the exactly. hole. Like, you know, don't get to that halfway yeah. point and it'd be too late. And from the point of me having an F in that class to even though it wasn't the best grade, I think I got like a B in that class. I think a B or a C. I can't remember exactly. One of those two. I want to say a B. I think I got mm-hmm. a B. I can't remember. But anyways, I pulled it up to the point where I passed. And to sit there and say that I did everything in my power and all the chips just fell into the right place is kind of where the mindset you have to take regardless of what situation or obstacle may be in your way. And I think that because a lot of people sit there and they kind of are their own mm-hmm. worst enemy and they kind of make obstacles for themselves, they don't do themselves justice when they come against real obstacles. Exactly. And they just make it that much harder. And, you know, you just have to sit there and have that mindset that you're going to truck through anything and that you're going to be great. You know, and, you know, I, I think I was talking to you the other day when um, and I was just telling you, like, the mindset has changed coming into this year. Because, like, like, even you said, like, you're 20, now 19, you know, it was cool, but you're 22, mm-hmm. it was better. And I can honestly attest to that, too, because, you know, I've, I've made strides towards, you know, where I want to go, you know, education-wise and career-wise and even job-wise I've made strides. And even with this podcast, I've made mm-hmm. strides. And, you know, I wake up every day with the ambition that I'm going to do better and keep being better. And it's definitely showed in my life like so you far. Should, I you know, agree. I, I, and I attribute some of that to my girlfriend. Mm, that's too, a, that's so. a, like, you know, it's always, it's, I, and it's always good to have somebody in your exactly. corner like that, that pushing that's you. That's a whole other like, podcast. You know, to that circle. Exactly. Like, you know, having those people around you that consistently push you and make you be great. <laughs> and I know I cut off my fair share of people. And you, <clears> you know I cut off like my some fair scissors. share of people. Yeah, I, I, one thing about me, I will not hesitate to stop messing with people, man. I will, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. let you rock out. Like, I'm the type of person that, like, I let bygones be bygones. I ain't got no problem with you, but I'm gonna let you rock out and do you, man. Like, at the end of the day, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. impress nobody. And and that's that's another thing. Like, um, I always say, like, like, don't respond down. Like, like I heard a mm-hmm. quote by Snoop Dogg. Like he said, like, there's gonna be a point in time where. I I can't I have this like a visual representation, but like there can be two you can be at like level ten and someone one of your like best closest friends is at level four. So you should mm-hmm. never go down to level four just to be just to get on that person's level because it's just hindering your growth. Like you yeah. come up to me. Because I, I, it, you don't understand how long it took me to to leave that level. So it's like, yeah. I'm I'm motivating you, not even on like a pride stuff. Just, just, just get to my level, and not no disrespectful stuff. It's like I'm not going back down. I'm not. So it's like if we're not on the same page, I'll say what's up. I keep, but I'm not hanging with you. What do we have to relate with? You 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 spend exactly. you spend most of your days being a bum. And that's that's I, I can agree with you. Like that's honestly my worst fear is sitting around and at the end of my life or middle ways in my life, I'm like, bro, I really haven't accomplished no. anything. Like I have no legacy to leave. I have nothing to leave my family, I have nothing to leave my kids. 
have nothing to leave off that I've made an imprint on this world of trying to like, yeah help like I don't know how people can just be comfortable being not even being average but just being a bum like I even know certain people like like yeah Likewise. like you just sit in the house like and you're just getting older like you don't do anything like if I call you you're literally in the house like you don't do anything and if yeah. we talk what are you gonna talk about I'm not about to sit and talk about sports all day. I'm not about to sit and talk about video games all day. Like, you have to have substance. You have to have experiences. Like, you can't have experiences if you don't have mm-hmm. no money to go do things or any personality to go have a girlfriend. Like, like, like you need, you need to step out of your comfort zone. And those are the people who are in their comfort zone. They're so scared to do things. They're so scared to fail. So they just want to stay in the house. And then, definitely true. And you gotta you gotta have some growth. You gotta just add, add, some add something to, to your life every, not, even if it's not every day. And I like like you said, like uh, another big thing about life is effort. Like the people you see where they are, it's not by chance. It's not by luck. It's by effort. Like everything is effort. If you if you put if you like a basketball player, let's take it to that. Like you're in the gym. Mm-hmm. Two times a day, six days a week. Sunday you're off. You're gonna be better, yeah. skill wise, not skill wise, than someone who is in the gym once, like two to three times a week. So it's like it's just yeah. effort. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want that grade? Are you willing to to not hang out with your friend or not go out to this place? to get the grade are you willing to work an extra hour to get this money so you can go on this trip like it's just it all comes down to effort i know there's other factors like a lot of people aren't granted the same opportunities but what can you can't yeah you you learn it you learn it so i always say proper preparation prevents poor performance so you just got to be ready for the opportunity exactly i i know steph curry it was talking about him one day, and they said that man practices that game the speed whole the whole time, time during his workout. Reality. So that when he gets in the game, it, it's nothing different to him. It's like he he's already exactly. used to it. He's already it's nothing ready for new. It. Like I'm I'm practicing real life every day. Like I don't live in some fantasy world. Like this isn't high school anymore. Like every every move I make is a realistic move. Like it's not, it's going to make me who I am. And my parents always tell me, they say, I, my parents never clock me. They don't tell me what to do, when to do it, because it's like, they're old. Like, they don't care. Like, I'm their son, but it's like, they say you can go and get arrested right now. Like, it does not affect them. Like, they will go to work tomorrow. Like, everything is the same because it only affects your life. So they give me, they give me the freedom yeah. to take control of my own life. My dad don't, my parents don't clock my grades. I'm in college. They don't clock none of that. He don't clock me like, have you done this? Have you done that? Have you done this? No. You update them. I'm doing this. I'm doing that, and I'm doing good. Like you take you take charge. I don't I don't clock you. If you cl- if I clock you, then it's not gonna be with the right heart. Like you're not gonna do things because you want to. You do things because you have to. And as an adult, you need yeah. to learn to do things for yourself, not because you need to. It's because you want to. This is your life. You got to take charge of your life. You got to know what's real for you. And cut cut your habits out, man. That's another thing that'll hinder your growth habits. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. H- habits are, and I'm not gonna lie, I've come to realize that habits honestly play a big role in life. You know, it comes down to, you know, habits, mm-hmm. repetition, and then lifestyle, you know, because once once you're um, you know, you kind of get into the repetition, mm-hmm. you form the habit. You know, it's, it's kind of like a math problem, you know, repetition plus mm-hmm. habit equals lifestyle. So once you sit there and, you know, you create a repetition, say, for instance, you want to start working out every day, right? You start getting a repetition of work, you know, waking up at a certain point and, you know, then, you know, you wake up at five o'clock in the morning, right? You go live for about an hour, come home, get ready mm-hmm. and then go about your day, right? You know, you start doing that for, you know, maybe two weeks because it takes what, two to three weeks to start, you know, honestly, it doesn't even take two to three weeks. It takes about a week to start building repetition. It takes about two, three weeks mm-hmm. to start building up a habit. At that point, you start building a habit. And then once you sit there and you start going about a month to two months in, at that point, it's becoming ingrained in you and it starts to become lifestyle. 
So then I think that's where a lot of people need to sit there and start like, you know, think about some stuff that you want to start being more repetitive and, you know, yeah. with getting better in or just constantly, you know, trying to sit there and weave it into your schedule because it's going to sit there and become a habit. If you sit there and you weave trying to be better every day and be successful as a repetition and it ultimately become a habit, trying to be successful and become a habit it, is a pretty good thing. And then that translates to your exactly, lifestyle. Like it'll, it'll positively increase your life if you sit there and smoke every day you're not gonna get anything but smoking every day like that two cup pack lower and not your even that like it just makes you lazy like what do you want to do when you're high you want to relax you want to eat let me let me throw this at, at at the listeners y'all realize every time y'all smoke y'all are getting fatter right that htc htc like yeah yeah like <laughs> THC, THC. Yeah. <laughs> bro, that, that's how, that's how you know I've been out the loop with it, bro. Yeah, bro, look, look. I, I, that that stuff is mm-hmm. long gone, man. But, um, yeah, the THC within it, bro, like, y'all realize that, you know, the oil from the cannabis extracted out, when, after it, you inhale it or digest it or however you want to sit there and take it, you realize that essentially it stores mm-hmm. in your body as fat in your Oedipus tissue, right? So the more you sit there and smoke, yeah, it promotes you being hungry and it's stress-free and all that stuff. You realize that plus a mixture of eating all the time. You're sitting there, you're just promoting exactly. being lazy and shit. Like, you're not going to sit there and do anything by smoking. Like, I know one of my friends, one of my good friends, actually, he used to smoke pretty frequently like he you know he used to go ahead you know blondes jeeves all that stuff you know smoke a gram of weed every day and you know he sat there and me and him were chilling in his house one day he was like you know the car you know um i, I quit smoking i said what because you know from from public perception it's supposed to be hard to quit smoking it he said, dude it's all just a mindset at the end of the day he said like bro i changed my mindset and now now this dude is out here being successful now he's out here starting a family, you know, he's working a great job. He's trying to get his own business started now. And, you know, all he used to do was get high every day. Bro used to weigh 200-something uh, pounds. Now, bro's mm-hmm. down to, like, one-something now. That's skinny mini now. And he, that's he, important because it's, like, it's just how you spend your time. Like, and I know I'm not bashing smoking. But it's, like, everything is good in moderation. So, because you can say the same thing about drinking. So, yeah. everything is good in moderation. But you mm. can't have something, you can't be dependent on anything in this life. Because it's like, what yeah. happens if that's taken away from you? You won't be able to function. You have to learn to adapt. You can't mm-hmm. be like, I can't do this before I smoke. I can't do this before I smoke. And I understand it, there's things called addiction. But you you have to gear your mind towards better habits. So it's like, and even you can put it with anything. If I work out every single day for 30 days straight, I will hurt my body. I will be more susceptible to injury. So nothing, nothing excessive is good, even if it's healthy. So just having moderation and using your time wisely. Like, just don't smoke and sit on the couch. Smoke like when you're trying to go to bed at night or when you're relaxing. But do something. Like, that's all I, that's all I preach is productivity. Wake up and do something. Like me, I clock out of the day at around six. Like, and if it depending if I'm at work, but it's like on a regular day, I'll wake up. On a, if I'm not working that day, I'll wake up like uh, nine, ten. Go to the gym, do my laundry, cook, oh, cook something so nice. clean, and then meal prep. And then by five thirty, six, I'm in the I'm in the crib, or I'm out like grocery shopping. But like I'm done. Being like I'm done for the day. Like, don't ask me. To do that. I wish I could sit there and uh, sleep mm. in the nine and ten. Right? Uh, but but some days, the other days, like today, I was up at five a.m. eating breakfast, and the sun not even out. Like, so it's some days. Like, like I I worked today six to two, came back and mm-hmm. cleaned, folded my laundry. By five, I'm clocked out. Like I'm not doing nothing. I'm not because I'm tired. So. All, I spent how many hours is that? Twelve hours of my day productive. Yeah. So and I sleep for eight. Like time doesn't wait for nobody. You got to every day, 
every like I heard Rick Ross say, every day is another opportunity to set goals or to reach that goal. Huh? Exactly, big huh? boss. So it's like, man, what are you doing? Don't waste your life. Don't waste your time. Facts. Yeah, don't waste your lives, y'all. Like at the end of the day, we ain't got enough time on this earth to waste anybody's lives. So like, you know, like be successful. Try to go out there and be someone, even if you fail, man. Hey, look, look. Failure is one of the best motivators I come to figure out, man. Like, it's a lot of things that I've done. It's a lot of things that I was scared and afraid of when I was earlier that I wish I would have just embraced and taken head on. But since I've gotten older, I've accepted a lot of my failures. And honestly, I look to failure as my motivation. Like, say, if I'm not good at something or if I'm pretty much going to be cheeks at something and I know I'm not going to be the best, then I kind of, like, look at that as, like, I kind of exactly. want to fail, you know? Like, I don't even necessarily look to be successful, although I my goal is to be successful, but I look to fail because once I fail, it's kind of mm-hmm. like you humble yourself down to that point, and it's like you learn so much during that humbled period, you know? It's kind of like you've been kicked down, and you're like, all right, well, how can I get back up and beat this girl here? Like, like it's just like failure is a whole different type of motivation. And then it even adds on another layer to the point where you want to you wanna sit there and have that fear so much in you that it's just like, bro, I don't even exactly. touch the failure no more. So it's just like, it even motivates you even more just to not even sit there and touch it. And that's after the point where you, mm-hmm. you expect failure. It's to the point where you had failure so much, and now you're just like, bro, I don't even touch it no more. Now, I'm definitely afraid mm-hmm. to fail because I never want to sit there and touch it again. So it's just one of the things to carry on. Like, perfect example is that last semester, last semester, I was going through, I was going through my math class, right? Well, not math class. I was going through my anatomy class. That's what it was. Um, and I had taken anatomy, I think, two to three times before. No, two times before. And I was mm-hmm. afraid to fail in that class. I was genuinely afraid to fail. And lo and behold, I pulled out and I ended up passing anatomy last year. And it was because I had my failure to sit there and propel me. And I ended up in a better situation. So it was one of those things where you have to sit there and let your failure propel you at the end of the day, you know. But it's just some things that honestly, if you were to change your mindset about y'all, that it would be so it would be so beneficial, man. Because like a changed mindset is so much healthier. And granted, you know, I'm still I'm still in the middle of changing my mindset. Like you know, my mindset is pretty changed now. But it's like I still find things that like I still need to change about myself that I don't like about myself, or that my girlfriend sees about myself that I kind of need to fix about myself. And you know, it's I'm a I'm a I'm a very I'm one mm-hmm. of those people that don't like to get caught on certain things, but I gotta kind of take it on the chin, you know. So it's one of those things you kind of gotta accept. So it's just one of the things you gotta be open to suggestion to, which I'm learning to do as we speak. But it's it, it's it has its pros and cons. But exactly, the like, pros definitely like like you were saying about failure. Like, um, just because you fail does not mean it's over for you or it's a done deal. It's just. It's just a, uh, it's a thing that helps you. Okay, I didn't do that. I didn't succeed in that. Let me alter, or let me just mm-hmm. change the, the viewpoint, the perspective, or the, or the plan. Like it's just, it's not to discourage you. It's to give you that courage. Oh, okay, I didn't do that right. All right, let me. I was thinking about doing this instead. So it's like, yeah, there's this quote I know about Winston mm-hmm. Churchill. I think it goes like. Success isn't something that's final, it, and failure isn't fatal. Um, it's like how you continue that counts, mm-hmm. or the courage to continue that counts. So, like all this stuff is just a yeah. process and it's a plan, and it adds to your story. Like my dad always talks about adding to your story. Like he's lived his life, he has his story. So you just have to add chapters to your book, to your to your legacy, your own legacy. And nothing comes without hard work. And sometimes you'll be in a position where you're not valued correctly, but you have to be present in the season that you're in. Okay, work on what you're doing, but you just have to be a, be right. there. Okay, you're going through a slump, but be present during mm-hmm. your slump. Like you don't want to be there. You're going through a hard time in life, health issues, family issues. Okay, it happens to the best of us. It happens to all of us. But just be present in that situation. Don't be clocked out. Don't be be present. This is happening. This is going on. This is not the rest of my life, but I understand this. So when you 
when you're saying, I had one of a discussion board question. It's like, what is a good death? So like, like how I would say, like, when you come to the end of your life, you're like, man, I had some ups, I had some downs, and it all made my story. Like, I wouldn't be this person without this happening. So embrace everything that's going on, whether it's good or bad. Because sometimes it might be all good, and sometimes it might be all bad. But just be grateful. Definitely don't. Exactly. Don't just I don't make know chapters, how, that, make how, that, uh, how that quote works, but I'm going to just say bet. Uh-huh. So you know how you make a chapter? Oh, a book, like the different right? volumes of a book. Okay. See, him. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to... See, and, <laughs> see, my wordplay is like that. I thought you were talking about middle leaders My wordplay is like that. <laughs> no, I was... <laughs> like no, different I was talking volumes, about volume, different issues, dude. I was different... talking about volume. Yeah, 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 see, yeah, yeah. That, that went right over your head, huh? Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little too nice with the wordplay. Dr. Seuss, I'm like, uh, oh. what's it, uh, Michelangelo? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh my God, Angela, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought that. No, yeah, he's a poet. Wait, you said. Oh, Mike for real? Never mind. I'm Mike. I'm Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mike, <or> Angela. <laughs> no, wait. I'm Mike, Angela. I mean, Michael, Angela. <laughs> See, nah, nah, nah. Let's just, let's just get that. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't need. All right, boom, boom. I'm Shakespeare. How about that? Yeah, that's better. Yeah, I'm, I'm Romeo. Smith, Shakespeare was. So. I take it and Romeo dies. So. Uh, I Romeo the Piper, dies. I pop so. the pit. Oh wow! The Riddler to play the flute then. The Riddler, um, huh? <laughs> the Riddler don't play the flute, bro. <laughs> No, nah, won't Rumble still skin yeah, was making out of head. He was making, he was making, uh, he's in there making Gucci belts and stuff. That's that's. The, that's the, right. I don't know. Still making skin, making Gucci belts. I don't even think any of the uh-uh, other. Oh, who was Rumble still skin that track? Yeah, he's making that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know he was sharing with Humpty Dumpty on that block. Yeah, they got him up out of there. Facts. Speaking of uh, <laughs> on the block, um, Meg the Stallion um, dropped the charges against Tory Lane. Um, as as we uh, as we all know, we can revisit down memory lane. Tory actually shot Megan in the foot um, in a car uh, with him and her. I think he was a driver, right? Um, pulled out the the pistol and go ahead shot her in the foot. Um, it's a whole bunch of alleged stories to what happened that night, but long story short is that Meg dropped the charges, um, against Tori, um, on that fateful night. And basically Tori's feeling himself now. He's just, he's feeling like he's the king of the world, man. King of the internet type of stuff. No soldier. So I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't know why she just dropped those charges, but, um, my, I might be real hot girl shit. I guess. I don't know. Dropped the charges. Didn't you? I could have sworn they dropped Maybe she, he, she dropped. Because I read she denied it. And I'm just, I was saying that, like, I think it might just be fake news or she dropped some of the charges. Mate, it is. Bro, I don't know. That whole situation is so messy, though, because it's like she, it's like, she's it's admitting like, it and she's not admitting it. And then he's like, I did it, but I didn't even do it. And I did something else. I don't think they've been dropped. Like, But I just think it's, just, it's so weird when one person is saying yes and one person is saying no. So it's like, where's the truth? So it's just a weird. I think we should wait for it to unfold. And yeah, that's all I say on that. Mm, true. I ain't gonna lie. Every time I hear a Tory Lane song now, well, his song his song be like, hard, but you know we just wait for the verdict. Facts. His stuff do be hard, but and then yeah, one thing I was gonna say is I was talking to somebody. Um, so I have another coworker who's from Africa, and he said he'd been back to Africa. And he told me, literally, like he told me, like he when he went to Africa, but masks are non-existent. Like he said, the only time he worried about a mask was when he was coming back to the to the U.S. 
and back to the airport. So, bro, like over there, are they like good off the mask? That's like, like they have cope? here. Like he literally told me, he was like, bro, like they they're living life. Like, but I also think that just a theory, you know. I feel like. <clears throat> let me no, go ahead. Third, speak, uh, speak, you know, speak your conspiracy. <laughs> You might have to. That's that's a flag. <laughs> Wait, not like that. You might have to flag that one. But <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, it just, don't get canceled out here. But yeah, right, he, he that went out there. That and he was like, yeah, like my take was um that people in Africa, people in America, are a lot more unhealthy than we think. Yeah, like. No, we got- over here, <laughs> but that's another flag. <laughs> you can't say <laughs> it's not a flag, bro. No, but like, yeah, we like, got we're just here. an unhealthy culture. Like, like, you, like, I'm watching a commercial right we now, and it's a dollar. Here, you could get a burger for a dollar, <laughs> you could get three burgers for a dollar, <laughs> <laughs> and each burger, 500 calories. Fifteen hundred calories. That's almost. <laughs> so let me tell you right now, we're one of the most laziest and like yeah. unproductive countries ever, bro. I'm not hearing it. Every time, probably another country picture. Exactly. I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> exactly. So. The, exactly. Hence, so that's that's. We some bro, like, like it's it's a done deal. At, on a random note, a um, shout out to Dave Chappelle. I hope yeah, he but he be well. linking up with no mask, so I'd be saying him outside. Um, but we we need Dave Chappelle around because he's iconic mm-hmm. and he's one of the greatest ever. Do it. He's top five comedians. Facts of all time. Yeah, yeah. Back to America being totally, like people shit. over there yeah, aren't dying great. like that. Like it's not a, it's not as bad as it is over here. Like. We almost have a, a thousand cases here, or something like that. Something crazy. A million cases, I mean. But I, but he told me over there, like, he, even my dad went over there. He said it's not that people go through worse stuff over there, like malaria, like, like poverty. Like, it's a lot worse things over there. And I just think their immune system is just good enough to fight all of that. And this is real strange. Like, my parents are going this week. And I hope them. To, I want them to be safe. But it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I know people who are there right now. Like, not a. You, I'm watching that story. Not a mask in sight. And you and, and to be entered back in the U.S., you got to get tested. Interesting. And everybody tested negative. So it's just real interesting how it's just very different perspectives. Yeah. And how how we're struggling with it over here, like. Definitely, like man. we like, we can't even seem to find an end to it. Like this, this, this thing is mutating. Like it's just wild. Mm-hmm. That is a fact, man. Like this, this COVID stuff is getting crazy. It's crazy to see how other countries are handling it and kind of like handling their cases. And then kind of how over here in the U.S., my just came back from the U.K. Like you know, and he had to test negative for it in order to get on a plane, and they're on lockdown. And it's real strict over there, but you can't be on lockdown every like every other day. So it's like, but yeah, he. You think just stay on lockdown and go produce a tinker? That's a flag. But now I like you, but yeah, he told me like he got COVID too. He got COVID out there too. Nah, damn music be hard. Nah, he said he got COVID out there, and he said he was fine. And they didn't. They they weren't trying to let him leave, but he just had to show him a negative test. And he was here, so it's like, I feel like we're going in the right steps with COVID, but we still had a long way to go. I don't see us going outside, no masks and stuff until. 2022. Mm. Mm. But that's I, what they I, said. I that's what they said in March. Well, that's the same thing. We won't be outside until summer 2021. And we're like, whoa. And I look at where summer 2021 is approaching. And 
Oh man. We can talk about the inauguration. Not going. Are we going to? He said, we, "Do you want to talk about the inauguration?" Man, I ain't even watched the inauguration, I mean, so I can't. I, mean, I watched some of it. I can't even hold you. I watched some of it, but I... all we all we need to talk bro, about is how. Bro, how I don't know who was curling the hair in the White House, but that was looking good over there. All all I all I need to say is. Her um her her stylist. I right. hope she tipped her like at least a hundred for a tip. There's no way the stylist probably getting way more than that. No 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 no. If if your hair fire like she that, probably you probably get tipped a hundred. more than a hundred. She got that presidential pension. So you, mm-hmm. I don't know, Michelle probably. You know, you know she got she a Spotify. Do, you know her book so. be selling out better than um Brock's. Oh yeah, she do got the spot of five. It'd be so uh, I serene. Inaugurations, I've never been a a fan. But it's cool. Yeah, I, I saw mm-hmm. I saw bits and pieces of the jump. Yeah, I, I just, just know something yeah, about I, I just saw the highlights. I thought it was like a basketball game. I just think Jay like okay, we need to take a a, a social take. They need to stop bugging J Lo to sing. <laughs> Well, oh, one thing need, about Jill, she might be Mariah Carey. She's going to keep coming. She's a performer. She's a great performer. But her vocal ability mm-hmm. is it's average. It's not horrible. It's average. Yeah, you know, I'm on my, um, I'm on my vocal Atlanta ability? record stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, expeditious, right? Oh, but, um, yeah. That's all I'd say. Like, I don't know, man. I think I think she still got something in the bag. I mean, oh, she she better off than most. Lady Gaga did her thing. That is a singer, bro. She's a. I don't superstar. know. I'm not even really a fan of Lady Gaga like that. Gaga, who I, I ain't gonna lie. The poker face. That's, 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 that's my job. <laughs> pa 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 poker face. Pa pa poker face. Ma 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 pa 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 poker. Oh oh. oh. Now, I ain't gonna lie. That joke tough. That's what I know. She's going to play some poker play. She go ahead and play that joke. Turn the inauguration but and listen to the poker face. I don't know any of the Lady Gaga song. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Joe Biden's in the end of just kicking it. Okay. If you were a president, who would you have seen at your inauguration? Two people. Who would have? Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who would have seen that inauguration? I right, know. When you say sex, I mean, do you I mean, mean do you mean like like you weren't rapping saying, saying or like man, you, rap. you never been president. No, no, don't do me like that because and had cool and had go Bill's Bill. inauguration performing. They got him up out of there. Yeah, but they, Bill, now, but they got him up Bill out of there. Bill loved by the black people. Everybody loved Bill. All right, but that's because he was mm-hmm, trying, and trying that's to what he get. Yeah, no, don't bring trying no rappers to my You should not speak a 16 about justice. All right, let me, let me think. I'm I, not, I'm not I say singer. Who's singing the Star Spangled Banner? I'll be headass. I'll bring Drake. Something like that. Oh, say the, what is that? The, Amazing Grace? That one. Um, yeah, this is Star Spangled Banner, I think. Um, I would have... Mm. I might have Mary J, or I might have. Hmm, who would I have as my second pick? I would. Hold on, I gotta go look at my music because, like, yeah, I've been I already like, got my rap. You, you scrambling over there. Um, I would have Charlie Wilson. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, there he like he be like. So we did with 3D T. Okay. Oh, I have. He's going to be like, excuse me. He was just starting to say, go down there, 3D, 3D. Or have. Or have Usher. 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 I don't know. Usher a little bit washed. So, Charlie Wilson not washed? Nah. Nah. Usher a little washed. 
If I want to, bro, nobody's dancing at the inauguration. Have you seen it? No one's dancing. It's not a performance. I'm not bro, bro, LL you didn't see that LL Cool J performance, if bro. If I ever see, you see if that I ever turn cool on the inauguration bro. and I see somebody rapping a 16 about president about about a presidential candidate, I'm 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 I'm, re, I'm, re, I'm recanting my vote. Bro, Bill is that guy, bro. Bill is that guy, bro. Cool J rap. I don't want LL Cool J rapping anywhere except for Anthony. <sighs> rap this show. I'm not Kodak. Rap it up. Flood. <laughs> New AP. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm gonna have. Um. Ah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm, I, hold on. I need to think. Let me go back to my oldies. I'll I'll have Mary J there for sure. She's a lock. And I would probably have mm, solid. Alicia Keys. Mm, yeah, at least or um, Mario. Yeah, I, w- I would have I'd have either one of those three. <sighs> now, if I had to choose a rapper, though, at the probably, inauguration, would go, like Roddy Rich. Mind you, bro, I'm a 20 president. Can you have to be 35 and 35 years old? You're not. Bro, you don't want a 35 year old Roddy Rich rapping in auto tune at the at the inauguration. This is. Did you see um that's see Obama's I'm talking for, about uh, the inauguration? It's like you wrap this show up, bro, because now you're saying anything. If Roddy Rich, if if, if Roddy, if Roddy Rich, no, no, um, no, 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 Rich, no, 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 you said, oh, bro, Roddy no, Rich coming that... to my inauguration and he said, I've been balling down their season at your inauguration and you just became president, bro. I'm recanting my vote, bro. Bro, bro, you're 35. You have to relate to the younger generation. Man, okay, I can't be a hip 35. Okay, that's no rappers. Those those would be my three if I if I came there. All right, all right. How about this then? Say say if you were at your inauguration, right? Who would you pick as your VP? Depends who's who's on the come up during that time. It it could be. It could be any celebrity, or it could be any like body you know, or or just anyone. Like I you, you could pick anyone as your know. VP. That's a who would you pick? Man, who I promise you, you I, ain't gonna lie, I cannot you. be a vice president because I was not born in this country. But uh... see, that's why <laughs> that's why on first day I'm doing the executive order, right? You you be. <laughs> But that's after you, I'm you'll be in there. <laughs> you you'll be in there. It's okay. I can get sworn in without one. You, you'll be the next day though. 8 a.m. I'm gonna see you there in the <laughs> office, the oval. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna see I don't, you. I don't know. But um I'll probably tell you exactly where I get you up in there. Cause you would be on my you'd be like my you wouldn't be my VP. I wouldn't want you to have all that pressure. I would you be you be like my, uh, like, like, and now you, you, you that's why I'll be my shooter, man. Damn, never mind. You might be the You go, nah, like, you be that. I'm gonna like, be, right be walking man. beside the limo, bro. Like, you know, like my PR, no, like my, no, VP and the president don't even be the Lincoln, VP. Like, you be like my, like my, um, like my head, head of like, head of PR, like, head of like my, my public image. But you, I'm getting a weak sauce position. You might as well put me like head, head, head of like national security or something. Not like, but the vice or president secretary of defense. Don't be doing that for real. Bruh, what the the VPs be out there, bro? They be sitting there, and they be you know head heading the Senate, and you know they be swearing in senators. Mm-mm, like and, I said, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. The VP really don't be doing nothing. Uh, yeah, I'll just be I'm like, like Nick Cannon and my speaker of the house like call today. Oh, for the culture. Oh, yeah, you're bugging. <laughs> exactly. yeah, you're bugging. I'm gonna have somebody for the culture. Can I get a size 10 being odd? No, I don't know. He, he might or, be a little too old. You, you might uh, or, get booted uh, out of the office uh, and get the peach cook. 
That's that's a, honestly mm-hmm. a great pick. I don't See, know why look, they're talking about me. the great uh, Reverend Warnick. I might I might get Reverend or Warnock. He, yeah, Warnock. Okay, bro, okay, that's wrap this up. Now you're signing Mr. Mr. Finn, Mr. Finn with you. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Have you heard his? Have you heard his um radio show? <laughs> all right, all right, never mind. All right, John. This has been the last episode. You without have Big Shirley in there. Host DB. Bro, wrap this up, bro. You bugging? You bugging? <laughs> hey, bro, someone calls my desk like, every with a prank like, call. See, I'm like, bro, go back to work. To work. Like... <laughs> mm-hmm. bro, fact, exactly. bro, put on a different suit, bro. This is the family feud. Exactly. Dress appropriately, bro. Black only. But um, this has been a, a episode of Without Boundaries, man. Um, and follow us on on Instagram at Without Boundaries Pod, uh, Twitter at podcast underscore without, and follow us on TikTok. TikTok too. Now we're on, we're live on TikTok now too. So uh, follow us on TikTok at uh, Without Boundaries Pod. Um, you know, o- always hit us up and DM us for some questions or anything that concern all that good jazz. But um, yeah, man, it, it's been a good one. It's your host, it's your boy James. I right thank you for listening. Uh, go follow those pages, even if you don't follow and you don't want to mess up your ratio, because I know how y'all be. Um, just like something, you know. Just show the bookmark it or something. Leave a comment, anything, and much love. Definitely. Peace. All right.